Hello. Welcome back to the, I believe, 26th episode, maybe even 27th episode of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. I am once again, still me, your host, or a host at least, if you could call me that. Um, But yeah, I hope everyone has had a great week. I have had, thank you for asking, I've had a pretty good week. I'm kind of uh, tired, I have to be completely honest in saying that I am recording this the second to most last minute that I've ever recorded an episode. Okay, we're just going to be transparent. It is a crisp 11, ooh, what was that? My throat just made a weird noise, but keep going there. It is a crisp 11.57 p.m. on the Wednesday before this comes out. So, I mean, in about three minutes from my time that I'm recording this, not the time that you're listening to this, but in about three minutes, it's actually going to be um, the release day. So that'll be fun. We can have a release party on live on air. Um, and by live, I mean not live. What's the opposite of live? Do you know, they're like, we're live on, you know, 192.6. Does that mean that we're dead? Like, am I dead recording? Is this a a dead podcast? I don't know. Also, in the interest of honesty, I have eaten a gingerbread Pop-Tart since this episode started. Um, I did not silently eat it mid-recording. I did take a slight pause. You know, I was one minute in and I took a pause to eat a Pop-Tart, very similar to how I take jogs, I will, you know, say, hey, maybe we can go for a run. I'll get my sneakers on. I will, you know, maybe rummage through a uh, brother of mine's, uh, what's that called? Sports clothes, like athletic clothing. You know, I'll put it on, I'll get dressed, I'll download maybe a playlist, um, a collection of songs in which... Uh, I would assume people run to. I'll maybe try and find one of those fancy uh, cell phone case holders where you put your cell phone in, and it's like an arm strap. It almost looks like a um, blood pressure taker machine sleeve, but you put your phone in it so that your headphones can, you know, I'll be you'll be situated and good and don't fly off. I'll get my, my my fancy runners on, like not my everyday runners, but like my runners for running. I'll get out the door. I will jog to the end of the driveway and be like, mm, no, how about a Pop-Tart? So that's where I'm at. It was pretty good. It was a, for anyone wondering, it was a gingerbread flavored Pop-Tart. I have to say, I respect the versatility of the Pop-Tart. You know, it's not just a thing that you eat one way. You can put it in the toaster. You can do absolutely nothing to it. Eat it straight out of the package. You can freeze them and eat them. Or freeze them for a rainy day. Thaw them and then eat them. You could... What else could you do? You could eat them singularly. You could eat them stacked together. And now, if you buy the gingerbread version of the Pop-Tart, you can make a gingerbread Pop-Tart house. I don't know if anyone's seen, but if you haven't, just Google it. Just Google gingerbread Pop-Tarts. You can actually buy a package of Pop-Tarts that have um, not the pieces to a gingerbread house, but they actually have 
the the pictures of pieces kind of stitched or not stitched stitched is the wrong word but like painted on the frosting of each cookie so you really can't make a gingerbread house but you can make a stack of gingerbread pop tarts that make it look like you made a gingerbread house if that makes sense also please remind me to do a gingerbread house this year but also remind me to do that after I finish doing the pumpkin that I bought and never carved uh, for Halloween. I have to do that. I have to do that first. Get the seeds out, roast and toast the seeds, eat them, and then make the pumpkin. Do pumpkins expire? Like, is my pumpkin going to rot? Do I need to put it in the fridge? All valid questions. Actually, yes. What's better? I'm trying to think. Let's, let's work this out dead on air should do we prefer to do pumpkin carving or gingerbread house making the pro of pumpkin carving is you do get the seeds which is like a snack there's like a reason to do something there's never anything worse than doing something and looking back and saying why did i do that now i do that very frequently i have to say Maybe uh, 17 of the last 27 podcasts, I've had that exact same feeling. You know, you, I, I took my microphone off, you know, sent, sent all the footage to my, my editing team. And I just thought, hmm, is that something that I needed to put in, out into the world? But with pumpkin carving, I know for sure it was because I then get to enjoy and consume the seeds, which we wouldn't have gotten to had it not been for the pumpkins. Now, gingerbread... House making has its own perks because obviously, you know, as you get all of the decorations ready to go and the icing and the frosting and the sprinkles and the little candy cane pieces, you're obviously not intending to have all of those pieces end up on the gingerbread house, right? You're like pretty much eating half of them in the process of that. So you do get a snack. The only problem, the only difference here, I'm really... I'm I'm really actually making some good points here. The only difference is the snack you get from a pumpkin patch, not a pumpkin patch, from a pumpkin carving does not interfere with the actual process of carving said pumpkin. However, if you go to decorate your gingerbread house after frosting the pieces so that they can fit together and realize that you ate, you know, every single last one of what was supposed to be your decorations, then you're kind of screwed. Just just a little bit. You know. Also, con with both of them, after you've done it, after the activity has passed, like, what is the point? Like, it just kind of rots. I don't know, maybe you can eat a gingerbread house after the fact, because gingerbread houses are, you know, a little bit on the staler side. Or you can make soup with your jack-o'-lanterns. Jack-o'-lantern soup which actually is the name of my memoir that will be reaching stores um, early 2086, late 2087. Actually, I wonder what the criteria is to write a memoir. Do you have to have, like, experience stuff? Because, like, is every memoir written by someone who was famous before? Like, there's a difference between, like, a famous person memoir and just a regular memoir. But, like, I guess my question would be, how do I get my memoir? Memoir? Mirror, mirror on the memoir? 
How do I get my uh, my book to be popular when I am not? I'm going to start a publicity company be called Getting Myself to Be Popular When I Am Not, and and whatever the acronym is for that, Incorporated LLC. You know, I think one day, if I ever have money, I'm going to pay a um, an employee. I will do. I'll put up an Indeed posting for this. I will do interviews. I'll do phone inter- interviews. I'll do screenings, criminal record checks, the whole full thing. And I'm going to get, or more so, ask them after I've done this full process to go through and just write down as they're listening to every single episode of this podcast, because that's the job. I didn't really explain that well. The job would be to listen to every single episode of the podcast and just write down all of the genius ideas that I have that I, I, I fear I say and forget or say and then feel like because I've recorded them in some way, like I don't need to remember them anymore. Sort of like when you go on a test, like an exam, I swear, if I did a test one time and then two hours later did the same test, if you didn't tell me that that second test was coming up, I would do significantly worse because I've already forgotten all of the information. Like, I have a, I have a pretty good memory, like not a terrible memory. So if I need to remember something, I can. But did I really understand, you know the contents of my biology tests? No, I didn't. Did I, did I know what the mitochondria was? Yes, or rather no, but did I know that the definition of it was that it was the powerhouse of the cell? Yeah. Can I explain to you what that means? Absolutely not. Does that mean I should have failed biology? Questionable. I used to think, and maybe I wasn't the only one, but speaking of failing classes, I wish I had the work ethic, the skill, the care, the, um, not, what is that word? Studiosity, studiousness. I wish I had all of that to the level I had it in grade four when I was in university. Because grade four me... We would have been doing our homework three months in advance. We would have been, you know, start studying for our midterms, like starting the second class. I would have made those flashcards. I maybe would have gotten even like a a binder ring around my flashcards. You know, people would like um, do a single hole punch on the left corner or the right corner, I guess, depending on what is your dominant hand. Do just like a single hole punch on the top side of either and get that binder ring so you can like flip through your cue cards. That's how you knew someone was with it. I also, I wasn't, I wasn't this person, but I feel like if I had stayed again to the level of worth ethic and care and all of that, that I had in grade four in university, I would have been the person with like eight highlighters, all of them in different colors, pens, pencils, like in the huge like carrying case with that giant eraser for big mistakes. You know the one, which, by the way, I never really understood. I feel like I would see people during tests in like grade five, grade six, 
get out their like highlighters and start highlighting everything. And then I was thinking like, ooh, do I need to be highlighting stuff? And then I would check my pencil case and it was like crayons, not necessarily prime highlighting material. Also, just thinking about tests, the worst was when, you know, the teacher would have you in like kind of rows, obviously spaced apart. And they would say, okay, you know, at the end of the test, put your pencils down, put your crayons down, highlighters down, you know, do not be holding a utensil in which one could write. But then they make you pass your test up to the front. So for the split second that you're holding, like the person behind you's paper and then putting it in the stack and then, you know, moving it along, sending it forward. It's like pay it for it at Starbucks. Um, you get, like, catch a glimpse of the person behind you's test. And the, and the worst, absolute worst, is seeing that yours is nothing like theirs. <laughs> now, doesn't always necessarily mean, mean bad unless you turn around and the person whose paper was completely different than yours is someone who used all those highlighters and had the, you know, the full pencil case of pens. Uh, they were probably getting 100% on that test and you were getting 0%. It's just kind of how it works. Tests were weird. I don't miss that. I don't miss having to do tests. Because again, as I said, I wasn't actually learning anything. I was more so just memorizing stuff for the sake of memorizing it. Regurgitating that memorized information down on a piece of paper and moving on with my life. Now, how I got to this from gingerbread Pop-Tarts, I will never know. I could know. There's recorded... You know, there's recorded evidence of how this happened, but that would require me, you know, just just going back and looking at the database. So we're just gonna we're just gonna move along. Any loose ends that were not tied up, we're just gonna let it go. You know, that's what most TV shows do anyway. So why should this show be any different? Um, but I do want to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is Taco Bell. Now I don't know that this would be a full fledged gub date because. To be honest, I've been pretty regular lately, like pretty smooth. I've had a couple one wipes, which pretty good. It's the crock pot of taking dumps. You know, just like a one pot wonder, you got a one wipe wonder. Okay. And I sometimes don't even like, I, not even sometimes, I never actually believe that, that that is the case. You know, I'll like keep wiping and there's just, there's just nothing. And I'm like, wow, I have been richly blessed. So, well, what I'm about to talk about is not a full-blown update. It is a, um, it's a reverse snack graveyard. We haven't done this in a little bit, but if anybody remembers our snack yard, or wait, what is it called? Snack graveyard segment. That is a segment where we reflect on snacks that are no longer here. Um, you know, they were discontinued. They were limited edition. They were only, you know, supposed to be for a limited time. So... Something that was in the snack graveyard and is now being resurrected from the snack graveyard is the Mexican pizza. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Mexican pizza is a menu item at one Taco Bell. Now, it used to be when it was here for the first time before it left. It was in the U.S., of course, and Canada. It was lovely. Let me just explain to anyone listening who's like, well, what is a Mexican pizza? Let me tell you. It is a tortilla. I believe beef with like some taco seasoning, like like taco ingredients, like the innards of a taco. So 
one layer beef, or, or sorry, one layer tortilla, one layer taco innards, one layer tortilla again. So it's almost like a quesadilla. But instead of going full quesadilla with it, you put um, tomatoes, I believe enchilada sauce, and um, some cheese. And there's like little like, yeah, diced up tomatoes. I don't know that there's, I think it's just the enchilada sauce. I don't know that they put actual like tomato sauce or pizza sauce, because that sounds kind of gross, especially coming from one Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell, but you kind of have to know what to order there. Actually, kind of not, because everything that they have tastes the same. It's just a different shape for the most part. Like, again, it's, it's the innards. It's all about the innards. The innards are the same. Also, I've heard for anyone who is a vegan, Taco Bell's a good place for a uh, fast food place for that um, is just not sustainable. What's it called? Is accommodatable. That accommodates um, a vegan diet because they have like potatoes and, and guacamole and stuff and veggies. Now, I wouldn't necessarily trust their veggies, but they do have them. So I guess that's a risk you may you you may or may not be willing to take but i just thought i would share but getting back to the mexican pizza i want to say they discontinued it maybe i feel like it was longer ago but i th- i think realistically it was during covid i think they were cutting down on their menu and they just kind of axed a lot of people they said not axed like the deodorant spray axed uh, the process of chopping something off. I think they looked at their menu. I said, let's trim the fat. They trimmed everything off. And then we're like, oh, shoot. I guess we still need to sell things in our restaurant. So they added some of the fat back in. But the part of the fat that they did not ba- add back in was the Mexican pizza. I believe they got rid of... Um, the potatoes were gone for a second, too. So that was a real hit for veganism. Uh, but they are back now. Uh, there was something else. They got rid of, like, some of the burritos that I would get. Uh, my all-time favorite, and if anyone's wondering, at, at Taco Bell is the quesarito. Now, what that is, I could do a whole podcast just explaining what Taco Bell is. What that is, is it's your average quesadilla. Or I guess, I guess a better way to explain it is your average burrito. But instead of just using a regular burrito tortilla you're using a quesadilla. So it's like extra cheesy. They grill it pretty well. There's like a, like a spicy nacho cheese like in the center. I'm sure that cheese has nothing to do with dairy. The dairy farmers and the cows want no association with what they're presenting you at Taco Bell. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm just going to accept it as it comes. Um, and it's really good. I would say that's up there with my, my top three favorite things at Taco Bell. Uh, next to it are the chalupa. As well as, ooh, I really like the, um, the, the Gordita Crunch Dorito version. So I would recommend all three of those. But the Mexican pizza, as I've been trying to get to for the past freaking 13 minutes, is back. Now, unfortunately, it's only back in the States. Canada has yet to jump on board. Um, I am urging anybody who has that uh, power to please use it. I mean, again, as I always say, way bigger fish to fry. I understand if the attorneys um, are busy, you know, fighting for things more important than trying to get the Mexican pizza back um, in the Canadian borders. 
but if you're not, then if like if it's like an off day or like maybe you had to clock in on a Saturday uh, just to do some like office tidy work and you want to help me as well um, or really help us help Taco Bell fans everywhere and by everywhere I mean in Canada we would appreciate it but again bigger fish to fry we understand do your thing luckily enough though I am within driving distance of an American Taco Bell which I'm sure. I'm sure in the in the early days, in the early episodes of this podcast, me and Kata uh, described the difference between Canadian Taco Bell and American Taco Bell because it is quite profound. Um, I I would like to say if you brought me the same uh, meal from each country, each country's Taco Bell, I could tell you which was which, um, because there's a, there's a certain chemical that they allow in the food of American restaurant chains that they just don't allow here in Canada. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know the name of it or or really any details in this. I also, I've been saying this for so long, I don't actually know that this is a fact, but it is my understanding and really personal belief that this is how the world works. I I think there's just, in Canada, there's there's stricter um, food regulation stuff, you know, of what can and cannot be in food. And I think that that really hinders the taste of the Taco Bell here. But then you go over to the States and you know you have their Taco Bell and it's the best thing ever. Now, this doesn't always result in the same um, outcome, funnily enough, because I believe the same issue is at hand or at play in the uh, Wendy's and the, what's another, a Burger King. Like, if you try the American Burger King when Wendy's versus the Canadian Burger King and Wendy's, uh, I have to say, bias aside, like, objectively, it's better in Canada. So, whatever that chemical is, it makes Taco Bell taste better, but, like, Wendy's and Burger King taste worse. Just something to think about. So, I actually think it it, it really is the great equalizer. It It balances out. It, you know, it says, okay, you take your Taco Bell, but we're going to keep the Wendy's. Like, everything's all, the world is turning, you know. Um, but yeah, I, the other day, did some brief international travel and acquired a Mexican pizza. Now, I had tri- been trying for months, but apparently the actual Taco Bell Corporation ran out of Mexican pizza not just like the one that I was going to because I, I went every few weeks and, you know, sold out. Okay, let me go again, sold out. And I was like, this is like a the ice cream machine is down situation. But it turns out it wasn't just the individual Taco Bell I was going to that was down or that was out rather. It was like the whole, they just, they weren't selling it anymore. So finally they were ready to give us the Mexican pizza again. I tried it, and it was really good. And I, and I like pizza, and I, you know, I, I don't have the, the, the most refined palate, but, like, if something's gross, I'll tell you. And it was good. Five out of five stars, five out of five bells. Honestly, I recommend it. Get yourself a Mexican pizza. Now, if they would like to sponsor us, they could just go to uh, Mr. Bell. If you're listening, please go to nobody asked or sorry podcast nobody asked for this And uh, just click our. I'm sure there was like a contact button on there, or like um, just click our Instagram thing. You can DM us, whatever, whatever works. But yes, as I said in the beginning, it is quite late. 
So while I would normally grant you all the pleasure of hearing me talk for about another 10 to 15 minutes, I think it may be time to call it. Um, Because you know what? I really believe in... I'm going to spend another 10 to 15 minutes talking about why I'm going to end it early and then it's not going to be ended early. But you know what I mean? I believe in, you know, just getting out while it's still good. Like sometimes, you know, you don't have to wait for the milk to expire to throw it away. Now, in these economic times, you really do. And I do not recommend throwing stuff out before it is spoiled because that is just not the times we're in. So maybe that wasn't the best metaphor, but you know what I'm saying. You know, sometimes we don't have to let stuff rot before it's like, okay, time to take the pumpkin out. You know, here's a better one. You don't have to let your jack-o'-lanterns go moldy before you retire them, before you let them see their end, let them be composted, let them turn into supermarket bags that will say this was a pumpkin on them. You know what I'm saying? So I am going to do the responsible thing and call it for this week, but not before. I thank you all for listening before I remind you that we can be found anywhere where podcasts are found, be it Apple, Spotify, which by the way, the Spotify raps came out, um, which are like the, the yearly like wrap up thing for Spotify where you get all your stats and I guess they do one for like they do one for podcasts as a listener, but then they give one to your pod, like people who make podcasts. Obviously, I just want to reiterate, I know nobody listens to this. No, no one probably will ever listen to this. That's totally fine. I do it for, uh, I guess, leisure. Like if I, went to the, if I went to the airport and they said, your podcast, business or pleasure, I would probably be in the latter as opposed to the former at least for the time being, um, but they give you like a Spotify wrapped for, for your podcast. And I can't even imagine to think the hours and hours of work that Spotify put into recapping my, you know, the 80 total minutes of content listened and listened from this podcast over the past 12 months. Now, to be fair, we only started in June, so we're only getting half of a year. So I'm sure next year we'll be up to maybe we'll crack 100 minutes listened. Maybe. I actually wish I remembered the exact number, but it was like, it was like not much, which I'm not calling you out, dear listener. I understand. We're all busy. But I mean, here's the thing. A podcast is something you can like have on in the background. You don't even necessarily need to do it. Like to watch TV, you need to like, depending on the show, if it's like, you know, a sitcom or something that you've seen a million times, you can kind of have it on the background. But to really enjoy like a a show, especially like a newer show, you do kind of have to sit down and pay attention to it. But this, I mean, you could be walking your dog listening to me complain. You could be cleaning your house listening to me complain. You could be driving listening to me complain. I mean, just think for the driving aspect, there's very few options um, to to do while you're driving. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't like do your taxes and drive. You can't um, finalize your divorce and drive. You can't shop for produce and drive. You know what I'm saying? But you can listen to the Nobody Asked for This podcast and drive. And I think that is not talked about enough. 
but now we've said it. So I feel a lot better. Um, but again, one more time before we leave, I'm going to remind you the podcast website, podcast nobody asked for this That is Podbean, P O B. Wait, no. P. What is it? Pod. You know, P O D P E A. No, that's wrong too. P O D B E A N. Podcast nobody has this at podbean.com. Um, on there, you'll be able to find our Instagram, I believe. Do you know what? I'm not even going to guess because I'm going to start sending our legions of fans to the wrong address, but it is um, all listed on there our Instagram, our TikTok, our. Uh, what is that? T- uh, Twitter, our Facebook. I think that's it. I think I was going to start a Snapchat, but then I didn't. So I, you know, didn't really need to tell you that. Um, but yeah, we are, f- please find us. We haven't, again, I see this every time we haven't done a TikTok in a while, but I think the ones that we have done are, are worth watching. Um, and more importantly, they haven't gone viral yet. So there's work to be done there. Like, why would I keep you know, churning out new, hilarious, fun content if the old, hilarious, fun content has not made me millions yet. You know what I'm saying? I feel like... I'm sorry, I I would like to apologize. I keep saying you know what I'm saying. And I don't know why I'm doing that. I think it could be something to do with the fact that it's 12.58 a.m. in the morning, the day this is coming out. You could argue that this is a live episode with the spunkiness. I actually think that I should rebrand as like a news podcast because then I could explain like my procrastination a bit better. Like it's not just like, oh, I got busy and, you know, did it last minute. It's, well, I obviously had to do it last minute because, you know, how am I supposed to know the up-to-date news topics if I, you know, pre-record six months in advance. Something to think about for me. Um, But I would like to thank you all for listening. Truly, like if you're listening to this and you're somebody who is not being forced to listen to this by me because you know me and I'm paying you, allegedly, thank you. I hope you like it. And if you don't... um, maybe just listen anyway like just put it down to like 50 percent volume or like 40 while you're in the car or if you have like an old phone that you're not using if you want to like put a, a phone like an ipod into the pockets of maybe like a sweater or something like just leave it in there in your drawer And then, like, if it ends up in the laundry machine, like, it's fine. Like, it'll just, you know, we can just get some rice on that. Um, But again, key part of that theory, use an old phone. And then just make sure to, like, take it out of the the sweater every once in a while to charge it. Um, But yeah, and again, my reasoning for the... Not again, this is a new thought. I hadn't shared this yet, so I don't know why I said again. But my reasoning for saying put it in the pocket of something is that the sound would absorb but you'll still be able to put on the sound to a high enough decibel that Spotify, Apple Music, whoever will count it as a listen. So I think that would be a great compromise. Um, I hope to see our numbers spike by next week. Um, And yeah, I'm going to go now. Have a great week.
Goodbye. I have to get a better outro. You know, I've really worked on the intros, but the outros we will figure out at a later date. (laughs) Goodbye. Have a great week.